This is Michael Anthony right here, and you are watching exclusively Van Halen on the Johnny Bean TV. Keep it there. Woo! One, two, one, two. Hey now, hey, welcome everybody, welcome to Exclusively Van Halen, the weekly Van Halen show, almost daily, it's almost a daily show around here, Johnny Bean here, Ned the Cat, welcome you guys, it is uh, July 1st, 2022, 8.02 p.m. Eastern, 5.02 Pacific, out here in Santa Cruz, California, if this is, if this is your first time here, smash that subscribe button. It's free. Smash that thumbs up. There you go. Join us. Join us here every every day. We do videos every day around here. Join us. Johnny being here. All right. This is exclusively Van Halen. And here on YouTube, we're live on YouTube. We have channel members. And the top tier of channel members are the executive producers. And they are Dave Annis, Vinyl Freak 5150, Mike Nice, Music Therapy Laz, Majestic PB and J Cat, Wayno, Steve O 5150, False Flag, Sherman Callahan, Andy Carson, Michael B, R Habs, Warlag, The Chad, Lawrence Christensen, Lenny Lou and Mary, James Gum, John Moronic, Paul Martin Woods, Stephen Franklin, Fabulous Disaster, Michael Smith, The Captain, Thomas Santiago, Joe Christian, Jim Ray Hawkins, David Allen Wright, and Steve Carmichael. That is the top tier of channel members here on Johnny Bean TV here on YouTube. If you'd like to become a channel member, help support the channel, support these shows, click that join button right below the 10 thumbs ups. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And let's say uh, you want to help support the channel in other ways. Any super chats will change the color of these lights. This is called the Guitar Moir. It's a special feature you'll only see here on Johnny Bean TV. Any Super Chats will change it magically. It's, it's magic. Lots of magic going on here. We'll change the color of those lights in real time. You'll get a shout-out in the, in, the, in the chat there. All kinds of, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, let's see. We're also live on, where are we? Facebook, Johnny Bean TV Facebook page. We have Facebook Stars, which is a digital gift that helps in the production of these shows johnny bean tv facebook page there it is we also we're also live pretty much all over facebook the exclusively van halen group almost almost sixty-three thousand members uh evh gear live group evh gear live page johnny bean tv group on facebook and my personal profile where i'm just about at the 5k limit so if you want to become facebook friends please send me a message let me know let me know all about it. And as you saw before the show started, this is a podcast as well. So you can actually listen to John Bean TV over on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, 
And of course, we're here on YouTube. We're on, on Facebook. We're actually live on Twitter as well. And uh, we're pretty much everywhere. We're on, we're on TikTok, uh, Amazon influencers. I've got a new show on Amazon that I'm, I'm been saying I'm going to do. I just got to do it. And uh, so look for look for a Johnny Bean TV Amazon show as well, where I talk about products, products you want, products you want to get. So yeah, what else? What else do we normally do here? You can leave a review for us over on Google. Just search. Uh, actually, just click the uh, click the link right there. Nightbot should have that for you. And lastly, if you'd like to help support, uh, like Janice Lala did on my video, I was eating a taco yesterday. Janice dropped me a super thanks. Thank you again, Janice. Janice Lala. It's basically it's like a super chat, but it's on any previously recorded video. So that's something that uh, if you'd like to help support the channel, support these shows, because the, these shows run on donations and viewer support like yours. So thank you so much for all of your support. So let's see. This is the Van Halen show, and we, we've got some cool stuff. Let's just let's just jump right into it. Let's jump. Jump right into this Van Halen news desk has a story talking about what are the 10 best Van Halen deep cuts. Only 10? That's like that ice cream sandwich I ate yesterday. They were one of the ten best, apparently. If you guys saw yesterday's video, it was it was it was pretty fun. If you guys were there, you guys know. Uh, but hey, let's 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 take a look. Let's take a look at this. What are the ten best Van Halen deep cuts? And I want I want to see your your comments in the chat as well with what you guys think. What you guys think are some of the ten best. Well, hey, let's 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 read some names here. Let's do that. Music Therapy Laz is here. Tim Thomas, Symmetry, Joe Hervey, uh, Majestic P B and J Cat, my fifty one part of the fifty one fifty crew over on Twitch. GTA Nightly, uh, Gary Housley. I have the same. You do this one here. EVH Gear Man. It's the only way. Awesome man. I think I. I it's possible. I got this one at the Nam show. Every year I, I go to NAMM and, and I go to the EVH booth and they have this this like bag of like like swag and stuff and, and it's like the shirt and like little pins and picks and all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, very cool. We got Facebook user. Hey, welcome. <laughs> Products. I have a feeling I know who that is. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. And, and thank you so much for being here. Uh, let's see who else is here. We have everybody wants some. You guys check out everybody wants some. The Van Halen tribute. Check them out. They're awesome. Eduardo Moreno Porto is here. Longtime viewer. Great to see you, man. Uh, Ned turns into a raccoon later. Magic. Let me see. Let me let me let me try it. Now he's clean. Well, now he's cleaning himself. So. That was the trick I meant to do. It worked. <laughs> hey, Stephen Franklin, dude. Dude, Stephen Franklin, thank thank you, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. See, the lights change. It's magic. Magic. And, and look at this. You get, you get bonus content. You get a cat uh, taking a bath. I mean, what's, what's more adorable? Stephen Franklin, thank you so much, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's see, it's Wild Dollar. I knew it was you. I knew it was you. Thank you so much for being here. 
Uh, we got Kai Matthews. We got uh, everybody's here. Janice Lala. Again, Janice, thank you for the super thanks yesterday. Thank you so much. I'll be doing a lot more. Um, I mean, I've been saying this for years. Uh, well, actually, I was doing these videos years ago, and back then nobody cared. Now it's like it seems like you guys actually dig it. Uh, I'll be doing more like like live vlogging stuff, like going out. You know, I've been hitting up the guitar centers, doing live reviews of instruments and stuff, and uh, you know, showing you guys California. You know, I'll be going back down to L.A. You know, I'll be showing you guys some really cool stuff down there. I'll be going to San Francisco. Uh, be going to, you know, maybe Vegas. Maybe I'll take you guys to Las Vegas. So, so join me right here on, on this channel. No more second channel for stuff. Everything is going to be right here from now on. Everything right here. Or Twitch. So make sure you follow me over there as well. So, hey, we got Metal Mayhem Rock. Good to see you. Good to see everybody today. We got we got a bunch of people here. Right on. Right on. Frank Corcoran is here. Good to see you, man. All right. All right. Keep come on in, guys. Come on in. All right, let's 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 do this. Check this out, you guys. Okay, let's talk about this. And again, in the in the uh, in the chat, let's let's get some of your some of your comments here. So we're talking about what are the ten best Van Halen deep cuts. Now, if you guys are wondering what that is, basically it's 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 like a, it's like a a song like on the second side, like three songs in that like nobody's really heard. That's what that's kind of what a deep cut is. Now with Van Halen, they have so I mean every song is great. We all know this, but there, there's many Van Halen songs that a lot of casual fans have probably never heard. And I want to I want to see some of those some of those na some of those song titles in the chat. Let's see if if any of you guys in the chat can tell us some uh, what what are some deep cuts. Let's let's see if we can get some names here. Santa Cruz, there you are, man. And Santa Cruz, I was rewatching re yesterday's show, and I saw how you were saying uh, you, the reason your name is Santa Cruz is because you used to shop at that Sylvan Guitars. So so right on, man. Keep it local. Support local local uh, music stores, definitely. All right, look at this, awesome. We're getting we're getting some some uh, some uh, songs in here. Joe Hervey is saying "Pound Cake" is a deep cut. Well, technically, "Pound Cake" was actually a single, so I don't know if that actually counts as a deep cut. But if if it is, let's see, let's see. Everybody wants some. Is saying "Light Up the Sky." Definitely, that that's a great one. Uh, let's see. Metal Mayhem is saying Full Bug. That's, that's another great one. Gary is saying Drop Dead Legs. Mike Wood. Rum of Delight, number one. Right on. We got Ice Cream Man by Kai Matthews. Metal Mayhem, as is. Uh, let's see. Joe Hervey is joking about Pound Cake being a deep cut. Well, uh, okay. G g yes. Where's the funnies? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not i mean it was a single it was actually probably like a number one song for a while on 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 the on the charts um but you know it's 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 still still awesome facebook users still loves panama that that's a great one again that was that was a single not really a deep cut but uh out of love r2r3 is talking about definitely Definitely. See, out of love, out of love again. That's a song you would you would never hear it on the radio. If you did, it'd be like at three in the morning, you know, or it would be on like some like rock, uh, 
you know, like a lot of times when radio stations would do like like three in a row, you know, three for three for Tuesdays or, or Thursdays or whatever, and they would play, you know, you know, they would do like jump. Let, let's just take Van Halen. I mean, obviously, you know, they would play jump. They would play maybe uh, another hit or another top top song, you know, pound cake, and then they would maybe throw in out of love again, you know, like 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 a, a deep. That's what a deep cut is. Okay, so so we're getting some names here. Again, Top of the World was a single, so that technically it's not a deep cut. Pleasure Dome definitely, I would say, was a deep cut. That wasn't a single. So that was one. Most casual... See, again, deep cuts. We're talking about, if you guys are just tuning in, again, subscribe. Smash that, th- smash that thumbs up. Because if you like Van Halen, this is the place. If you like fun, this is the place you want to be. This is the channel. So smash that subscribe button. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Pleasure Dome definitely, definitely, I would say, was was a deep cut. It wasn't released as a single as far as I can remember. Um, so like I said, a deep cut, it really, it's, it's, a, it's a track that's like buried on the album. Casual fans know, oh, Van Halen, Jump. Oh, Panama. Uh, maybe Purdue Woman. Because that actually was kind of a, a top on the on the singles charts. Uh, let's see, what's another one? Uh, when it's love, dreams. Actually, we'll be talking about dreams a little later. There's a story that goes along with the song "Dreams" today. Songs like that, songs that were that were either hits or, or singles. Everybody, you know, more, you know, casual fans know about deep cuts. Most casual fans, like Pleasure Dome, most ca- casual fans wouldn't know that song. That's definitely as Mike Wood is saying here, is a deep cut. So let's see. We, we got, you guys, Mike Wood, awesome. Well, everyone knows and loves Once, so I think that's got to be taken off the list. Once was a single, but again, uh, that, that's actually, that's, that's, that, could, that could actually, I, I think that could be considered both. Once was a single, but I don't think... I don't know. Let me know in the chat what you guys think. I think once could 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 count as as a deep cut. Unchained definitely. Nah, I mean that's that's a fan favorite. But again, deep cuts really are fan favorites. Yeah, it was once was a single. It's true. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was released as one, but there was a video. There was actually a music video for it. And it was back during the days of AOL, so the video was smaller than this. The video you had to watch on a screen that big. It's true. It's the truth. I know my Van Halen, you guys. So, so okay, let's check this out. Okay, on fire. Hey, Laz. Hey, man. Good to see you, as always. On fire. That That's another another good one. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, so let's let's see what let's see what the Van Halen news desk is saying about what are the ten best Van Halen deep cuts. Let's see, there's an awesome photo there, Palazzo's hour. Yep. All right, so this is ten. So we're just let's just assume this is going ten to one, or it could be going one to ten. I don't know. Either way, this is ten of of possibly the best deep cuts. Let's see what you guys. What you guys think in the chat? Okay, 5150. 5150. And we're getting phone calls. 
We're getting phone calls. Let's take a call real quick. Let's see. How do I do this? Let's see. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, John. It's Kurt with a C. Kurt with a C. How you doing, man? Good. How are you doing? I am awesome. I'm, I'm back. Ah, thanks for coming back. Anyway, so, yeah, let's have bygones big bygones. Yes. Um, I, I, just, <laughs> I just tuned in, so so I don't know exactly who's been saying what, but how about Atomic Punk? Has that already been said? Uh, I haven't seen it in the chat, and actually we haven't looked at the list, the whole list yet, but I would say Atomic Punk is okay. definitely, definitely would be considered a, uh, a, a, a deep cut. I can remember months ago... I called in to you for something and we were talking about it. There's nothing else. And it's not like that's my favorite song, not even my favorite Van Halen song. Mm -hmm. That song does not sound like other songs. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's, I mean. So anyway. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I mean, for those of you, you know, maybe, you know, you got to assume casual fans are watching this show as well, learning about about the the mighty Van Halen. Atomic Punk was off their first album, 1978, and Van Halen really, really, they worked really hard to get to even just at that point. They were playing the clubs like five nights a week, maybe seven nights a week, playing cover tunes, playing, you know five hours a night you know who knows what whatever they were writing songs and when ted templeman you know came in there and and worked with them they really worked up like what a lot of people consider like one of the best debut albums i mean ever you know the first van halen album and so so to have you know something like that you kind of you had to have variety you couldn't have like all like everything the the same So, so atomic yeah, and punk. They weren't, as, you, as mm-hmm. you're saying, they weren't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It definitely, definitely had a, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, very different, very different from Ice Cream Man, very yeah. different from You Really Got Me, yeah. even though those were covers. Oh, I know. Um, just the yeah. the style, you know, the way that they they were played. You know. I was 12. I'm I'm 56. How old are you, Johnny? I usually say I'm 29. But <laughs> let me say I'm over forty, under fifty. I just gave gotcha. you my. I just gave you so, somewhere so, uh, okay. again. Yeah, I'm fifty six, so I was tw- I was twelve when Van Halen one came out. So I was okay. already into music for years. You know, yes, Kiss, of Dirty, course. What yeah. it, and don't laugh, Bay City Rollers. Whatever. I but, love so, all Van music. Halen, I love everything. I do too. I don't care. I, I like Keith Urban and Brad Paisley and Peter Frampton. There you go. Peter Frampton so, liked my uh, my response on TikTok the other day, so I'm pretty excited. Oh, oh whoops. I've seen him live. <laughs> he almost brought me to tears with just his guitar tone, but that's a whole nother that's a whole nother subject. Yeah. But anyway, but anyway, it's like when when Van Halen one came out, it's like okay, this doesn't sound like other things. And I'm sure that was with most people my age. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, and it was that way for a while. And, you know, and then, you know, there was Boston, which had cool, distorted guitar and blah, 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 blah. But mm-hmm. the Van Halen thing, that that loose, wild, we don't give a shit bar band, but better than bar band feel, mm-hmm. it was just different. And it still is. So when I think of, even though I liked some of the Sammy stuff, when I think of Van Halen, 
I think of like the first three albums. Right. It's just it's just different. It just is. Right. Right. I mean, like you said, you were twelve when you when you bought the first or when yeah. you when you first heard them or got into them. So obviously, for yeah. you. You know, your Van Halen is is the David Lee Roth yeah. era, is those first six records. Yeah. For me, my Van Halen was Van Hagar, was 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 fifty one fifty, OE eight one two, Carnal Knowledge. You know, yeah. but you know, by yeah. then, you know, after fifty one fifty, I went back and bought Van Halen one, and then pretty much got caught up overnight. So I I by the and time funny too when. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about the, the first Sammy album, I was like, that was 80, was that 86? 86, or yes. 85? 86. 86. Okay, so I was 20, and I can remember, it's, it's coming out, coming out, coming out, and and I can I can remember, this is, this is sounds so nerdy and geeky, I can remember where I was standing in our local mall outside of a music store the first time I heard the first note from that album. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's just, I don't even know if people do that nowadays. You know what I mean? I don't know if they're into music. That Stand much, outside malls? It was just, it was just weird. No, it, dude, I can, oh, I, yeah. I can tell you exactly where I was when I heard each, yeah. each song. I can tell you exactly yep. when I first saw Van Halen, it was it was in a friend's house, running by in the living room. You know, we were skateboarding and riding bikes or whatever. You know, running probably running to the bathroom or you know whatever, and and running past the television set and the jump video was playing on the set. That's how I that was my first discovery of Van Halen was seeing Dave Lee Roth in the jump video, and yep. then later seeing the Hopper Teacher video and thinking they were funny thinking that stuff was hilarious yeah. and yeah they did you know. have they did have comic shit yeah in their videos yeah mm-hmm. yeah it just it's just and, and that's the thing people nowadays with with the youtube when you and i could name if i i told someone one band one song they could pull it up on youtube seven different versions of live videos of it or studio within two seconds back then you you couldn't do that you had to wait for it to come on the radio or mtv right so it was a big deal right or or by the cd which but you couldn't see them at will you know no it was a bigger deal i've i've told i've told people younger my nephews and stuff now it's like you can see any band play any song within two seconds on YouTube. Back in the day, you had to wait for it, so it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, the radio, you'd have you'd have the cassette on record, you would call the radio station, you'd say, hey, can you play Van Halen? Can you play, well, I mean, they're, they're playing Jump every five minutes anyway, but getting back to Deep Cuts, yeah. hey, can you play uh, Drop Dead Legs, which... Deep cut yep. might be oh, might be number one on this list. I don't know. I haven't looked. I haven't even looked at it yet. But you would you would hit record on the tape. You'd put pause and then you would wait. Oh, and then if you yep. were good, like you know, I got to I got I I'll admit it. I got to be pretty good at at unpausing or, or hitting record or whatever. Yeah. You know, right? You know, you know. 
you know because there's a rhythm there's timing every you know that's we actually start on time today believe it or not for the first time in years Whoops. but you know I stumbled, a, I stumbled a, the other day i stumbled across the cassette that's what you're talking about from like 1989 yeah where i was doing the same thing had a had a cassette yeah the radio on yep and when a good song would and, and it was faster pussycats um Oh, well, what's that one about their dad doesn't his their dad doesn't come home or it's some sad faster pussycat song mm-hmm. house of pain or something like that okay and, and and it's on there and i i remember recording that off the radio because when it came on i hit record yeah so it was just people kids nowadays don't even know what the hell we're talking about no they, they have no idea yeah. they have they have yeah. no anyway, no no idea I mean, I'm getting kind of long-winded here, but yeah, well, that's, there, there's some. That's there's fine because we have to kill time. Van cut. <laughs> mean streets is another one which that's barely a deep cut, but still, there's yeah, there's yes. some Van Halen deep cuts that are insane. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of yeah. them, and we haven't even gotten to the list yet. There's a whole list, a ton of them we haven't even seen. Um. What do you think? Let, let's get a guess from you, Kurt. Kurt with a C. We're talking to. Yes. Yes. What do you think the number one deep cut is on this list? What do you think? Just period? Their, their whole catalog? Yes. It's uh, tough. For me, or what do you think the, the number one is going to be? Both. Okay. <laughs> for me, for me, it's Atomic Punk. Okay. For, for you. The, 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 what I think is going to be on the list, I think the viewers are going to be 15 years younger than me, so it's going to be like, drop, I'll, I'll go with Drop Dead Legs. Okay. Okay, we're going to remember that. And But by the way, that one dude earlier, just before I called in, and I can't even remember the name of the song, but off of Van Halen 3 or p- something once some dome was it w- oh pleasure dome the, the dome song pleasure dome that's a killer song yeah and wasn't that off of Van Halen 3 no pleasure dome was off of foreign lawful oh. carnal knowledge 1991 oh okay the, the, okay okay the other that song was, once was off Van Halen a, Van Halen 3 okay there was another one off of Van Halen 3 that I can't think of a name of and it was killer it wouldn't have mattered who the singer was. It could have been goddamn Taylor Swift, and it was a killer song. Mm-hmm. But I can't think of the name of it right now. Hmm. That that it's it's a shame that that album just gets thrown away. You know what I mean? Because there was some good stuff on it. Yeah. And Gary Sharon sounded like Sammy Hagar. If you wanted my two bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of did. Kind of did. Yeah. That was great. Great record. Okay. Okay, I'll let you get back to it, Johnny. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. Kurt with a C. Okay, see you, man. All right, bye-bye. Bye. You guys, you guys. All right, all right. Let's get to the, We haven't even gotten to this list yet. Let's, uh, let's, let's check this out. Okay, all right. If you're just tuning in, smash that subscribe button and that thumbs up. Okay. All right, so this is the top 10 deep cuts. 
All right, I'm going to assume this is at number 10. I'm just going to assume, I guess. I don't know. 5150, the title track from the 5150 album, is among the most underrated Van Halen songs uh, of them all. While it was the hit singles, Why Can't This Be Love, Dreams, and Love Walks In, from the album, they got plenty of love from the mainstream audience. It was this track that Eddie fans were praising from the moment they set ears on it. So there you go. 5150, definitely, definitely a, uh, well, Stephen Franklin's saying not a deep cut, I think, if you're, if you're talking about this. Um, again, let me know. Let me know what you guys think, what you guys think in the, in the chat. But uh, we're going to, I think this is going from 10 to 1. Let's just assume Let's just assume that's what's uh, that's what's going on. So we got fifty-one fifty, great song. Uh, they did a great live version of that, especially on Live Without a Net, the nineteen eighty-six slash nineteen eighty-seven home video that a lot of us grew up on. A lot of us learned how to play the guitar from watching that that tape over and over and over. So awesome, awesome track. So fifty-one fifty. There you go. All right, next one. Aftershock. Van Halen's 1995 album Balance uh, is often overlooked, which is unfortunate since this deep cut from the album is packed with some serious power. Alex Van Halen is an absolute monster on this track, and Eddie's solo comes in like a rainbow blasting through the clouds. Aftershock. After, aftershock. <laughs> Aftershock, another great, great song. Again, a, a, a fan fan favorite. They actually played... Again, this song was not... Uh, it wasn't a single, as far as I can remember. But they did play it live on the Jon Stewart show back in 1995 when they were promoting, promoting the album. They did... There is a live version of this that you can get from from tv great song all right as is okay here we are getting into the more recent as is this one from 2012's a different kind of truth album just flat out nasty alex's thunderous open leads is into one hell of a ride courtesy of one edward van halen dude is all over this track just like dave says a little more volume in the headphones, please. There you go. As is another another great song. Again, deep cut. And this is a you know more, more recent. This is from the album from t- 2012, 10 years ago. Which still it's it's unbelievable to think that was that was 10, 10 years ago. That, that's crazy how time is just flying by. Uh, but as is another one, and yeah, I'm not so I'm not sure if these are actually in order. Maybe we maybe we should, we should have read this. <laughs> let's see. Okay, let's see. Okay, let's let's actually read this. Okay, okay. So there was a, a website of the 131 songs in in Van Halen's catalog. 56 of them were released as singles. That leaves another 75 songs that can be referred to as album tracks or deep cuts. Just recently, Metal Injections, Andrew, is it, uh, how do you pronounce his name? 
uh, Andrew says uh, uh, posted his own ten best list of deep cuts. Okay, so this is this is his list. Okay, so th- this is a list of of uh, Andrew from uh, Metal Injection, the the website, uh, which includes the. Tra- uh oh, I think we ju- I think we just. Oh wait 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 wait. wait. Uh, okay, I don't think this is Andrew's list. This, if you had to come up with your ten best deep cuts list for your own, okay, I mean, these might be just some some songs to choose from, I guess. So I I don't think this is Andrew's list. This is just some songs to to choose from. Okay, so we had as is, AFU naturally wired. That's a great one. That's a great one. Yeah, I don't. I don't think these are. I don't think these songs are actually in order. I think this is just a list of some songs, some like some great ones that uh, maybe the casual fans can can check out if they're not familiar. AFU, of course, from uh, 1988's OU812, and Van Halen's super nerds like like myself can say we heard that song way back when when it was actually on on a movie called The Wildlife. There actually is uh, there's a, a, a party scene at the end of the film where where there's music. The music in the background is AFU. Edward had used it for the movie before O eight one two. So let's see what they're saying. Going to the O eight one two album for a track where Alex is simply killing it. Listen to him work those symbols and Sammy and Eddie riding that high note together just before the solo. All fired up indeed. Yeah, right before the guitar solo, there, Eddie's doing some real high uh, real high stuff on the guitar, and Sammy's singing along. Hey, Bozik. Bozik, welcome, man. Welcome. Kevin Bibbs is watching us from Facebook. Crossing over is one of my favorites. Right on, man. That's a great one. That's a great one. And actually, that song... Um, that's off... off ba- Technically, that's off the, the Japanese version of Balance... Um, but that was a B-side to "Can't Stop Loving You," so it it was technically that, that that it was released, but at the same time, only I think real real diehard fans even even know about that song. Great song, Bozik, Bozik, welcome, man. So yeah, AFU, another great song. Um, I've I've always loved the. Um, the 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 intro for that i think they're actually talking about it here the drums you know the the, the drum part and then i mean just everything like i was just telling kurt with a c oh eight one two you know was my van halen when i when i was growing up it was the first van halen record i bought that was totally brand new i bought 5150 first but i that record was probably out for a little while when i bought it but the first van halen record to actually come out that i stumbled upon was oh eight one two and I listen to it every day, all the time. Great record, and I know a lot. A lot of people complain, like ah, the mix doesn't sound good, or it's not a great sounding record. I've never had a problem with it. I've never had a problem with the with the sound of the album. Um, I will admit that the vinyl is pretty thin sounding, very thin. But as far as the CD, I've always loved it. I've never had an issue with it. But, you know, 0812 came out in 1988, which at the time, 
you know, pop, you know, the, the, the pop scene was really starting to, to, to get a lot of mainstream stuff. So I really consider OE12 being like a pop, uh, I wouldn't say a pop record, but like a pop production, I would say, which is why it has the kind, kind of the, the, the thinner, more brighter sound. Which is the total opposite now these days. When you think pop now, it's like very, very bass heavy, and and it's all about the bass, you know, no treble. I mean, that's 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 pop today, which I love, by the way. So let's keep going. So again, if you're just tuning in, we're we're, we're checking out some uh, ten uh, b uh, not b sides. Uh, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Deep tracks or deep cuts. Take your whiskey home off 1980s Women and Children First. That's that's another great, great one. A song that they actually were doing, I think, in the clubs back before they even got signed. There actually is early, an early version of Take Your Whiskey Home. There's an early uh, demo of it from way before the first record. You guys can actually check that out. And uh, why are they hiding this comment? Let's see. Kevin. Kevin Bethel. Welcome, man. Oh, because oh, you said the F word. Okay, there you go. All right. I, I, There it is. Uh, let's see. Take your whiskey home. Let's see. They're saying a criminally overlooked gem from the Van Halen catalog. Daley Roth's voice is the perfect fit for this ode to drinking. Raising a shot glass in the air for this one. Take your whiskey home. Another great song. Again, a, a fan favorite. I remember doing a. I, I had a paper route. And I remember. Uh, I remember a lot of times delivering these papers and having a Walkman with me, a CD Walkman, and headphones, and listening to to uh, Women and Children First. I listened to this record all the time back in the day. I mean, I, I kind of say now it's it's one of my favorites, and I, I really see this album as as being like as far as the production, aside from a lot of the reverb. I mean, it's 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 a pretty timeless uh, production. Again, you know the re- you know there's a lot of reverb on it, but aside from that, it's pretty dry. And there's there's nothing to me. Let me know in, in the in the chat or in the in the comments down below on playback what you think. Um, I I really thought Women and Children First was uh, really there was nothing that really dated the record, aside from the the, the date on the back. And maybe the outfits they're wearing, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but I, I, re- I really thought and still think it's, it's, it's really uh, the, the production still. There's nothing that really dates the, uh, the album. Uh, but great album. Awesome. I mean, Take Your Whiskey Home. A great, great track. And if you're just tuning in, we're, we're checking out a, a list of, uh, oh, here's a good one. Look out. List of some uh, some ten awesome deep cuts. Judgment Day off for unlawful carnal knowledge. The day has cometh for the deep track from the for unlawful carnal knowledge album. Finally, get us day in the sun. A song that has gotten better and better with each passing year. I liked it when I first heard it back in 1991. Loved it as the years went on. Can't go more than a few days without listening to it at an extremely high volume. 
that's the uh, the person that wrote this article saying uh, mentioning that and yeah another great song judgment day i mean it's it's van halen it's you know kind of like what kurt with a c was saying earlier when when you heard uh i think it was atomic punk that he was talking about when he heard that you know it was very different you know heavy uh judgment day you know very very heavy and when it gets right into that chorus you know exactly who it is because of those background vocals you know you you know exactly i mean you 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 totally totally hear michael anthony on those background vocals and you're like yep that's van halen it's it's just awesome and it's just it's, it's just amazing that that uh that we that we are even around to 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 uh, experience you know this great stuff because you know we could all be born a hundred years from now and have no idea who Van Halen even is you know although Edward Van Halen will still be known as the greatest the greatest of all time ever and that that is the truth let's see where are we at in the song list music therapy Laz we're looking at judge Laz are you familiar with carnal knowledge do you know that one? Have you heard the song Judgment Day? If not, you got to check it out. Got to check this one out, man. You'll be getting pickles or, or tickles uh, jumping around. <laughs> Another great song. All right, let's keep going. Light Up the Sky, Look Out, off 1979's Van Halen 2. Another great Another great, another great song. So glad the band chose this song to open the 2015 tour, which again, that was that was amazing. That was that was incredible to to see uh, Van Halen play that song again, especially if if you're uh, if you hadn't seen them since '79, maybe '80. I think '79. I don't know if they if they played this song again, ever again after that. Definitely 79 they played it. 80, maybe. 81, eh, possibly, but I'm not sure. But we we never saw it. We never saw it as far as when Dave came back in 2000, was it 2007? The 2007, 2008, 2012 tours. It was 2015 where we got to see Van Halen play Light Up the Sky. And for the first time for a lot of us, a lot of us fans. Uh, so it says here, Light Up the Sky. So glad the band chose this song to open the 2015 tour. Taken from 1979's Van Halen 2. This includes one of Dave Roth's baddest lyrics. As in bad. As in bad. Like bad. Like bad. As in awesome. We're all fast breakers coming out of the gates, taking chances. We're the crash and burn is the is the lyric. He sings it really fast. Uh, let's see. Old school Van Halen. They were young. They were hungry. And we're about to destroy the competition in the years to come. Which they did. Although I never, I never compared Van Halen. I didn't think there ever was any competition when it came to Van Halen. There was Van Halen, and there was everybody else. You know, I mean that's that's how I always looked at it. Those other bands, you know, Def Leppard, awesome. You know, whoever else was around back then. But 
for me, it was always Van Halen, and then there was other great stuff, but Van Halen was already always priority. Van Halen was always number one, always, and that that included Sammy Hagar. Definitely. All right, here we go. Women in Love. Oh, we got two from Van Halen. Two from Van Halen. Two here. Look at this. Look at this. Women in Love. Another great, great song. Uh, let's see. Diggy uh, d- dipping deeper, dipping deeper into the band's second album for what is as close to a ballad as we can get from the Dave years. And hang on one second. Hang on one second. No, no, no. All right. All right. Let's see. Dipping deeper into the band's second album for what is as close to a ballad as we'll get from the Dave years. Eddie's opening is simply stunning. And listen to those Michael Anthony, Eddie Van Halen harmonies. I mean, that's what I was just talking about. Talking about, you know, judgment. When that chorus comes in on Judgment Day, those harmonies, the Michael Anthony, Eddie Van Halen. Oh, I think Alex also also did background vocals on the on the albums. Sammy did as well. Um, and actually, they actually had other people like Steve Lukather actually did background vocals on Top of the World. Believe that. Uh, let's see, gets the goosebumps bumping every time. Women in Love, definitely, definitely another another uh, a deep track. And yeah, yeah, this really it really really was a ballad. Really was a, a a a ballad for for the for the Roth years. Let's keep going. I'm the one. I'm the one from Van Halen, 1978's Van Halen one. So many iconic songs that make up Van Halen's 78 debut album. Yet there are a few songs from the album that you don't hear enough about. Case in point, this boogie rocker that promises to aggravate you as much as it will entertain you. Boppity shoobity wah. <laughs> Boppity shoobity wah. There you go. I'm I'm the one. Another another amazing amazing track. Deep cut. One that most casual fans probably have never heard. I would I would I would bet. And that that's a shame because it it is. Uh, great song and it's it's one of those one of those tougher tunes like you know there, there's you know there's a lot of van halen tribute bands out there and you rarely hear you rarely hear any of them get uh the guitar down for i'm the one i mean there's just there's there's just something there's 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 a groove there that's very unique and very edward and i have yet to hear anybody anybody play it like like the great one but uh an amazing song and I'm the one kills to this day. G. Butchnoff is saying that it does. It does. It jams. <laughs> that's right. It's the swing. It's the swing. That's that's something that Eddie had that nobody else had. You know, nobody and nobody can get, can copy. You you can't copy that. It's all. It has. It's inside you. It's 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 something that you you can't learn it cannot be learned so there you go there you go i'm the one another amazing song i mean i mean these are all amazing songs but romeo delight okay one of my one of my personal favorites 
one of my personal favorites from uh, from Women Children First from the Dave era from uh, from Van Halen. This could very well be my number one Van Halen deep track. Okay, this okay the, the guy that wrote this this article. So this might be number one. So these might be in order, I guess. That might that might be the number one. Although I have a feeling we're gonna keep going because there's a lot of songs they didn't mention yet. Although the, I, were we we were doing like ten songs, right? Um, I think uh, this could very well be my number one Van Halen deep track, uh, and clearly a favorite of Wolfgang's, since he was was influential in adding it to the band's playlist when Dave Lee Roth returned to the band's for the tour in two thousand seven. The stop and start throughout, the pulsating bass line from Michael Anthony, and that classic breakdown at the middle. At the middle, feel my heartbeat. Yeah, it's beating real fast. Awesomes. I I, I love this song, Romeo Delight. I'm a huge, huge fan of this tune. And even though I didn't I didn't write this and say this could be one of my one of my favorites, I could say this could be one of my favorites. Definitely, Romeo Delight. Again, let me know in the chat or down below on playback some of your favorites. So, is it would this be number one? Would this an order? This it, this was an order. Okay, all right. So these were in order for for the person that wrote this article. So number one, number one. But man, there was a lot of songs I didn't even see on this list. That actually, if we go down, there'll be some comments down here. And they'll actually all just be complaining. Oh, hey, look at that. <laughs> Vegatram. By the way, Vegatram will be appearing here on the channel in the very near future. We'll be doing a show. So, Laz, you got to join us, man. We're, 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 uh, we'll be talking to Vegatram. I was uh, talking with them earlier today. But, hey, it's just so funny that their their ad is right here. All right, do we want do we want to look at some of these? Let's look at some of these comments. Let's look at these. Uh Romeo Delight and a simple rhyme, full bug, get up, could this be magic? Okay, there's some some songs there. All right, somebody is saying uh, oh, Flow. Flow from Progressive is saying uh Unchained, so this is love. Of course. Let's see. A lot of times, these guys they they just they just fight and complain about stuff in, the, in these in these comments. Van Halen fans are pretty 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 wild. Cheese Booger is saying "House of Pain," "Get Up," "Bullet Head." I could never pronounce that song. The one about about dinosaurs. Uh, Secrets, Pleasure Dome, One Foot Out the Door, Mine All Mine, Take Your Whiskey Home, On Fire, Women in Love. Uh, that's why I love you. Another song, and hey, are we are we gonna let's 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 try this. Let's 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 take a call here really quickly. Let's see how do we do this. Let's see. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Bo- hi, Johnny. How you doing, Bozik? Bozik, how you doing, man? Good. Just wanted to make a, a quick, a couple quick points about these uh, Van Halen deep cuts, and, and then I want to make a quick point about B sides in general. Okay. Um, for me, I, you were talking earlier. OU812 was your first Van Halen record. I, I think 
I had mentioned before, uh, well, you know, a couple months ago, I had called. Oh yeah, when two was the oh yeah, when two was the first one I bought. Like I went to the store and like discovered it, not knowing fifty one fifty was my first record. But oh yeah, when two was like right. the first one that came out where it's like I was there, like for all the like you go to the record yeah, stores and they were yeah, like, you, like, uh, like, like the huge displays, like oh yeah, when two everywhere, you know, that that was the yeah, first and, one for and, me. And you finally were old enough to have some pocket change, so you went and bought. Yeah. I, I had to buy a CD player. My first CD was 0812, and, and I had to go out and buy a CD player just so I can listen to it on CD and hear the, the bonus track off the CD that wasn't on the cassette. Yep. For, for me, though, it was, it, was, it was, I think I mentioned before, it was the early 90s. Somebody at school gave me a copy of Foreign Lawful Carnal Knowledge. Mm-hmm. Then I ended up subsequently buying the live album. And then, you know, working summer jobs, I finally had money. And then I went back, you know, every week I would buy another album from the Van Halen catalog on CD or tape, you know, what was, yeah. whatever, whatever I could afford at the record store. And I remember OU812, I loved it at the time because yeah, I liked, I liked Finish What You Started. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sucker in the Three Piece is great. Black and Blue is great. And then again, B, those are B-side uh, type of tunes, a couple of them. I mean, Finish What You Started was a hit, obviously, but... Mm-hmm. For me, it's it's when I look back on that, I didn't realize at the time how poppy that record was. I mean, that's really a pop out with a couple of hard hard rocking tunes on it, like 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 you were mentioning, all fired up. You know, um, like oh yeah, when that was a very pop. Oh yeah, one two really is a pop record. I mean, it's the pop production. Yeah. I mean, th- most of the songs in there, they're they're pop. That's what they are, but it's still Van Halen. Van Halen could, you know, could do anything, and it still sounded like them. I mean, that's the mark of a, a truly great, great band. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was for me. It's like it was kind of eclectic, especially when they're doing like an old uh, blues song, like a political blues, and mm-hmm. and all this different stuff. Mm-hmm. You listen to every other song on that record, and it wasn't like, okay, we got eight tracks that are exactly the same or really similar, and then we got three outliers. Every single track on that record was different in its own way. And yeah. like, like you could tell that, that, that a lot of thought went into that, uh, the production of that record. I, to me, if, if, if I wasn't such a hard rocker, you know that 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 would be my favorite Hagar era record, and and even though I like Balance, or even though I like Fifty One Fifty, even though I like Foreign Lawful Carnal Knowledge, I always come back and be like, "Damn, OU812 is really good, though." You know, it, it's it's you know mm-hmm. you have a, a hard time deciding sometimes. You know. Yeah. That's great. Before I, I get off the air, I don't want to take too much of your time. I want to make a, just a quick point about B-sides generally. Because uh, mm-hmm. we were talking the other day, um, you know, about, like, the Motley Crue tour and all that and how Vince Neil doesn't remember his own songs. By the way, I was going to mention, I was going to mention something about that. Did you see, yeah. did you see uh, Brett Michaels was, was hospitalized uh, in Nashville? Uh, they were playing, was it last night? Like, like, like he had a, he had some sort of reaction to it. He's on medication because he has diabetes. He has all kinds he's of diabetes, right? I yeah. He's that. diabetic. He, I think he had some sort of a heart problem or something. 
and and he actually uh, had to be taken to the hospital. So they either canceled their appearance in Nashville, which was just a couple nights ago. A friend of mine actually went to that. Um, oh, oh, well, the, the, the but, best wishes for a speedy recovery. But the way that's going, I mean, these guys might not even make it. I mean, like the, the, Motley, the Motley Crew guys look like they're falling apart. And then, again, like with Vince not being able to do his songs, mm-hmm. I mean, I look at like an artist who... who, who might get a B side. Like like I was watching uh I was watching video clips on YouTube of uh Joe Bonamassa's uh Keeping the Blues Alive cruise a while back, right? Mm-hmm. And and one of the female artists on the show was like, Well, um somebody requested a song that I haven't done in eight years, so I went back and learned it just to perform it today because I, I haven't played it in eight years. I don't give an artist any crap when it's if the song's a B side and they might have played it on one tour and then they never played it again. You know, as far as not knowing, especially if you've done like a hundred songs in your career. But, yeah. But when you're Vince Neil and you can't remember the hits, that's just bad, man. I mean, that's 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 a serious issue, especially when you're charging people good money. So anyway, that's all I wanted to say. I'll, I'll, I'll get back in the chat. I'll talk to you later. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for calling, man. Yep. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to mention that. I, I totally, totally, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you you, uh, you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brett Michaels was, was, was taken to the hospital uh, the, at the, the Nashville stop, which was possibly last night. It was either yesterday or the day before. Like I said, a friend of mine uh, went to that show, and I, I saw a bunch of stuff on Facebook about it. And then and then I had, I had, I had heard that, that he was... Uh, he he was he had to go to the hospital, so it looked like they either they didn't play or they played and then he went or or something. But but uh, yeah, G. Butchnoff says he saw it. His diabetes meds messed him up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's too bad. That's too bad. Yeah, that's 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 not good. So speedy re- recovery uh brett michaels and all our best to everybody associated with the uh with the tour uh let's see music therapy let's let's read some comments here again smash that thumbs up subscribe if you're brand new brand new if you like van halen we talk van halen every friday here on johnny bean tv we do daily shows here and uh so subscribe subscribe to the channel oh there we go there we go. All right. Music Therapy Laz is saying, feels so good. Not really a deep cut, but I love the keyboard stuff. Again, Laz, feels so good was a single. There actually was a, uh, a music video for that song. And that is where we got to, to see the Frankenstein with a Kramer guitar neck on it and be like, whoa, that's amazing. I remember waking up. Waking up, uh, well, not waking up. I remember I woke up one time, and and I was getting ready to go to school, and I turned on MTV, and that video was playing, and I'm like, wait a minute, what's this? I couldn't believe it. It was amazing. And look at this. We're getting more phone calls. Let's take another call here. How do we do this? There we go. Hello. You're on the air again. It's Peter Frampton with a C. Peter Frampton with a C is on the phone. Yes. What's up, man? <laughs> um, 
you're still talking about uh, Van Halen deep cuts. Of course. Has has <laughs> anyone mentioned that sucker in the three piece? Uh, I don't think so. But hey, Al John, go. Hey, great to see, you, man. Thanks for watching. And hey, dude, we, let's do a show, man. Let's do a show. Um, yeah. let's see, sucker in a three piece. Um, yeah. I didn't, I didn't so see. I, I don't remember seeing it on that list, and I I don't know if I've seen it in the chat here, but yeah, that's another great one. Definitely, yeah, definitely, it, it, awesome. You, you never hear many. I I think I saw someone mention it a while back somewhere, but you don't hear much about it. But it, it's killer. It's got cool lyrics and a killer solo. You know, it, mm -hmm. it just gets overlooked. Mm hmm. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a great one, man. Again, going back to O eight one two, going back to my you know, yep. when when I was first getting yep. into this stuff, my my Van Halen was Eight. was was that, that era. That was eighty eight, right? Yeah. I think I think that was eighty eight, yeah. Eighty eight. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm out. Have All right. Show, Johnny. All right. Thank you, man. Okay. Look at this. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking uh, deep cuts from Van Halen. Aljon, go hey, spanked. Uh, let's see, spanked. Yeah, that was yeah, that wasn't a single, as far as I can remember, but that was a song that they played live, and Eddie played a double neck, Music Man guitar and bass, like baritone bass, and they played it live. But he had to use a cable. Actually, he used a wireless, and then the the. Uh, it didn't really react really well to the wireless, so he had to start using a cable, and then they, they ended up just dropping the song from the from the the live set because it became too much of a, a hassle to, to to play the song, bring out the huge double neck and the, the chord and stuff. Uh, but there's some amazing footage of Van Halen playing in is it Atlanta, Georgia? I, I think I think when their first their first stop on the on the tour, I want to say August. Uh, I want to say August 16th, 1991, Atlanta. I want to say is when that was. And, and there's some footage on MTV uh, of, uh, of them live. And they're playing that song. They're playing Spanked. And it sounds amazing because you, you, they're right up on, on right in front of Edward. And um, thank you, G. Yeah, Atlanta. And he's playing that, that baritone. And it's just, it's just heavy. It's dun, 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 dun. I mean, it's just heavy. It's awesome. It's awesome stuff. Awesome. Awesome stuff. I was jamming to that riff to the riff for Spank the other day. Cool, very cool. Definitely. Yeah. That's really the only bass riff I can play. <laughs> so when I when I play a bass, that's that's what I play. I play Spanked. So uh yeah. Yeah. Aljon. Yeah, you you should you should be in here, man. We'll we'll do one of these very, very soon. Uh, let's see, let's see, what else, what else, okay, okay, we were looking at this list, uh, here's, well, some of this is some of the, the same, a lot of these lists, Girl Gone Bad, people are mentioning another song, Top Jimmy is one that I would think would be on there, Top Jimmy, I mean, I don't remember seeing it. And actually, I'm not even seeing it in any of these lists of any of these other comments. 
I would think Top Jimmy would definitely be a a, a deep a deep cut. Big Fat Money. Stephen Franklin is saying, "Yep, that's a good one." That's a good one as well. Uh, let's see. G. Butchnoff. The only two songs they didn't play in Fresno were Spanked and Man on a Mission. G, were you there? Were you at that show? They played two, didn't they play two nights in, uh, in Fresno? I want to, I'm thinking they did. I wasn't here. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't there. I was not there, but. I would think uh, you were okay. You was. They had two of them. Okay, that's what I thought. I've, for some reason, I'm thinking, yeah, they did two nights, and and you were there. And you're saying they did not, they did not play. Where was that? I just I just missed it. They did not play spanked. Or man on a mission. Interesting. In the library, the songs they added were filmed at the... Ca- Is that true? That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say, those songs are in the video, but you're saying those were filmed at the Cow Palace. Okay. That's, that's interesting, man. Right on. Al John, do you remember the Van Halen 3 live special on MTV where Gary forgot the lyrics? The live at the 10 spot? The the song that was from, um, uh, I want to say, um, Australia? Was it that one? I remember watching that um, when Van Halen 3 came out. Like, like I, I tell you guys this stuff. Van Halen 3, when I hear, a lot of people, you know, they, they kind of, you know, a lot of people, they, they you know, a lot of fans, that wasn't a favorite. I mean, I, I love it. I've always considered it Edward's solo album. And for me, it has a, ver- Van Halen 3 is a very, is very special to me. Because that's when I was working with and living with Desmond Child. You know, hit songwriter for Bon Jovi, Aerosmith, Kiss. You know, all that stuff. And so when I was, you know, working with Desmond, Van Halen 3 had just come out. So so I remember watching that special, that Live at the 10 spot special. I remember watching that at Desmond's house and and uh, getting to see uh, the new Van Halen, you know, from there. Although I didn't get to, I didn't get to see them on tour because I was on tour myself um that year so i did not get to see them but i i did get to see uh actually stephen franklin funny you mentioned that i remember one of our in between rehearsing because we played a lot of shows back back then and and one of the days off or maybe after rehearsal i went and saw the lethal the lethal weapon movie just because it was lethal weapon i went and saw it in miami miami beach not knowing van halen was in it or the song fire in the hole and then i was really pleasantly surprised to to see that to hear that and then there actually is a music video to that song as well which is pretty cool van halen uh let's see desmond is a genius one of my all-time favorite songs oh right on man yeah i lived with desmond i lived in his house 
he was my he was my manager my producer for for a time and uh it's i talk every every once in a while on the channel here i talk about those those uh those times it was it was a circus man it was every day you know you never knew he would show up at the door you know we'd get phone calls from john bon jovi call heather lock you know all these people just would call him up and you know this was uh i was there when when they were writing living la vida loca with ricky martin so i would i would actually buzz ricky into the house i would let him in and i was there when i mean i wasn't actually there when they were writing the song but i was i would let him in and they would songwrite desmond at the piano and that's what they came up with and that that was pretty big pretty big tune so yeah awesome awesome stuff all right all right well, let's let's keep going here let's see we've got some more some more news here so if you're just tuning in we we just talked about uh some of the top well according to the to van hill news desk according to another website some of the top 10 uh uh deep cuts of van halen and again drop drop on playback drop some comments below let us know um some of your favorites and hey we're gonna look at this website again uh somebody somebody left a comment i i i run a a, a uh an instagram called evh gear live and it's my my evh van halen tribute tribute page and somebody left a comment on there the other day and 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 they were asking you know i get a lot of comments and stuff and and uh, i appreciate all of you guys and and somebody was saying um what was what were they saying how do you get eddie van halen's 5150 tone as far as guitar tone and basically what what i was telling them was uh i mean it's 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 a, a lot of chorus a, a lot of um chorus and and delay that's that's kind of when when he started using the uh the the you know he wasn't using the flanger really anymore he wasn't really using the the phase 90 anymore like he was back in the earlier days symmetry member channel member here for seven months thank you man mid-gain package happy canada day to all the knuckleheads. <laughs> Cheers, hosers. <laughs> Thank you, Cemetery. Thank you, Cemetery, man. And and I will be seeing you later over on Twitch when, when we play GTA. We actually have what we call the 5150 crew over on Twitch. Join us. We play over there pretty much every night. And you can subscribe for free to my Twitch channel using Amazon Prime. It's free. It's free. And it's awesome. And you can talk with us in the Discord. We have a great time. That's I'm on Twitch, Mike Wood. You know that. <laughs> You're in the chat. And yeah, I like Mike. I like Van Halen. It's true. That's true as well. <laughs> and yes, I do play the guitar. See? They're, they they live in the guitar moire. 
Which, by the way, any super chats will change the colors. Any questions or comments? I know, man. I know. See, this guy, I know this guy, I know this dude in real life. A lot of people like to troll and mess with me. This guy can troll all he wants because I actually know this dude. This guy's awesome. Mike Wood. Great to see you, man. And, dude, we got we to gotta, we gotta do another show, man. Definitely. And catch up. I mean, you're, we're local. We can, we, can actually, we can actually hang out. You have too many guitars. Let me know if you need to take a couple off your hands. Okay. All right. I'll let you know. Yeah. You, yeah. Mike Wood gets, gets the troll pass, everybody. You're welcome, man. <laughs> I took you to I took you to the movies, man. Remember when I was on that on that uh, Huffington Post live show talking to Andy Summers, and they they gave me free tickets to the to this movie. You were the only one that that went with that wanted to go. You're the only one that wanted to go. So whoa, look at that magic! Told you guys it's it's magic, and you'll only see it right here on Johnny Bean TV. That was our first date. Told you not to tell anybody. Uh, Bozik, thank you so much. Again, great talking to you, man. If you got money, get a reissue Marshall Plexi and a Variac along with Echo with Echoplex and a Chorus. A little bit of loot. Get a 5150 amp, a good delay, and a Chorus, no money. Oh, okay, okay. These are, these are sentences. Okay. That ice cream paragraph I read in the window yesterday totally messed me up because i there was no paragraphs it was just like a run-on sentence if you got money get a reissue marshall plexi and a variac along with an echoplex and a chorus if, if you if you have a little bit of money get a 5150 amp a good delay and a chorus if you have no money at all get a boss katana or a thr 10x that sounds pretty good man that sounds pretty good. And and Bozik is talking about the 5150 tone. So so if you're out there watching, if you you're the one that was asking asking about uh, Van Halen 5150 tone, that's a very good very good explanation right there. Thank you again, Bozik, and thank you for all your continued support, man. You rock, man. A lot of years. Thank you so much. Thank you. Very good. Yeah, and the THR10, those are awesome, awesome amplifiers. I have one. I have one here. I use it all the time. Thank you again to Michael Smith. He gifted me that uh, that amplifier. Let's see. What were we talking about? Uh, I tried to get the dudes from Stung. I, I tried to get, yeah, we tried to, we tried to get, uh, uh, what's his name? Actually, speaking of Van Halen, the dude from Stung plays Michael Anthony in the Bay Area Tribute, Hoffer Teacher. What's 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 his name? Brooks, Brooks Lundy, Brooks Lundy. He plays Sting in, in a police tribute act out here in the Bay Area called Stung. He plays the Michael Anthony part in the Bay Area tribute Hot for Teacher, which is a longtime tribute. Awesome dudes. They play the Nam show every year at the at the uh, at the Hilton. And Eddie Van Halen. Uh, this is a true story. You guys, nobody knows this. Um, I was actually there at watching the show with a friend of mine and and I said I'm like that's my buddy and they took a picture and texted it to Eddie and Eddie saw it. So Brooks if you're watching this Eddie Eddie saw you saw a picture of you as as Michael Anthony in Hot for Teacher back some years back. Pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool. 
But yeah, Mike Wood, we got to hang out, man. We got to hang out. Yes, Aljon Go. Yeah, check out check out Epiphones. Check out the Kramers. Check out the, all the new Kramer stuff. And uh, Aljon will be here. We'll be we'll be talking all this stuff very very soon. We just gotta we gotta set that up. It'll be awesome, Mike Wood. But didn't we first meet at the Van Halen show, Shoreline 2012? I remember hanging with you there for a bit. Yes, I believe we did. I believe we did meet. 2012 or no 20 2015 i don't know there's actually live footage on my channel here of us hanging out before the show it was i was live on periscope and i ended up uploading it to youtube here so if you search van halen no that wasn't shoreline i'm getting my van halen shows mixed up okay if you're saying it was oh that was man yeah i did meet you at shoreline we hung out at Shoreline, in, like in between bands. Like there was the opening band, and then before Van Halen, I remember walking around the outside, and I ran into you. I remember that man, and I took a selfie of some some guy. I, I walked out of the bathroom and I stopped and took a selfie with some guy walking out of the bathroom that looked like Sammy Hagar. <laughs> and I'm like, look, I just saw Sammy Hagar at the show, and people thought that was funny. It really wasn't Sammy Hagar though. But yeah, that was that was twenty fifteen. I remember that. That's right. That's right, man. Yep, we were looking at the shirts, all the merch stuff. You knew that camo jacket a mile away. Yeah, I every every time I go to to Nam to a show, I the reason I wear this camouflage jacket, and there I am with the great Michael Anthony. The reason I wear that is because of the pockets. Because it has so many pockets, and I can carry my extra batteries for my charging, for my phone, for whatever, whatever it is. So that that's the reason I wear I wear that jacket. But I have several of them now. Thank you to to a lot of you, you guys. You guys have sent me them, and they're they're awesome, awesome stuff, awesome, awesome stuff. Let's see. Okay, let's keep going. All right, all right. So again. Again, I got I got a comment um, recently. Hang on, I'm I'm blurry. Got a comment asking about about Van Halen fifty one fifty tone. Thank you again, Bozik. Um, but yeah, you just you you know it really wasn't wasn't uh, distorted. It was more of like an overdriven sound, so more of like overdrive, light chorus, maybe some very light stereo delays if you have them. And there, there's your, there's your 5150 era sound. You know, he was actually using a harmonizer, but chorus, you, you, you can, you can mimic, you can, you can mimic a, a lot of, a lot of that stuff. But there's a website here. John BL and I were talking about this website a couple weeks ago on on Saturday night, the weekly. Uh, Saturday night show here on Johnny Bean TV. Well, actually, we'll be live tomorrow night, talking all types of awesome stuff. But we actually talked about this website a couple a uh, couple weeks ago, and and I thought, oh man, we should definitely talk about this website on the on the main show. So we're we're gonna take a look at at this website for for a few. And this this is a great site. This is a great site. It's called Ground Guitar. 
And they actually feature a lot of players, but it goes really in depth in depth about a lot of the gear for a lot of these players. And of course, the great Edward Van Halen. So we'll just kind of scroll through some of this and 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 check it out. But it, it basically goes goes all the way back to to like a lot of the like what's known as like what, what Eddie used, you know, back in the day. Like like a, a, a Tysco Del Rey guitar. This was Eddie's first guitar. He initially bought a pair of, of drums. And I'm, I'm reading this from the website uh, when he came to the U.S. But when he was working around the neighborhood delivering papers to pay for the drum set, his brother Alex would sneak into his room and practice himself. So he would practice the drums. And we all, we all know the story, how they switched instruments. And, and uh, the legend... But there's there's a, a Tysco Del Rey, talks about it. Eddie got it for around a hundred bucks from Sears. Had four pickups. Eddie thought, you know, the more pickups, the better. And then of course he goes to to playing main guitars with one pickup. All right, so so here here is some of the, some of Edward's uh, gear guitars. Nineteen sixty nine Gibson Les Paul Gold Gold Top, and this is the actual. Uh, receipt from from buying the uh, the guitar right there awesome awesome gold top with the humbucker and the bridge and a p90 in the neck that's not the actual guitar there but that's just a, a stock photo i think there's probably a picture down here of the app no there's not okay there's not a picture from, there, there are photos out there 1958 strats so again this isn't an order I mean, that first guitar is, you know, first couple, but the rest of these, they're, they're really just talking about guitars that Edward has used. He's used Strats. He used an Ibanez Flying V. He used uh, a 1970s Ibanez Destroyer, which we all know. And we all know that Eddie borrowed uh, an Ibanez Destroyer from Chris Holmes from the band Wasp to, to use on the classic Women and Children First, which again has some pretty good deep cuts, as we were talking about earlier in the show. Just amazing, amazing stuff. Let's see, Gibson ES-335, Edward, Edward used. And just awesome. 1961 Fender Strat. All right, that, that's, that's Edward right there. That's actually him, and that's, that's showing the, the decal placed on the, on the neck. Kind of an interesting spot for the the decal or decal as our friend Steve Anderson says let's see let's let's keep going of course the Frankenstrat I mean that's that's one of the most well-known guitars in on the planet as far as Edward Van Halen that's one of the most well-known guitars he ever played of course the Frankenstrat the Frankenstein um I mean, that was his main guitar for a lot of years. For all those classic Dave years, you know, the, the first six albums. 
So an amazing guitar, which by the way, you can get a Stripe series version of that nowadays, which I have again. Thank you to, you know who you are. Amazing guitars. <clears throat> okay, the Dragon Snake, which actually I saw I saw a, uh, a a new picture. I was on Instagram. I think our friend I th I think it was our, our friend Lewis from from uh, Fairfield Guitar Co. I think posted this. Let's see. I think yeah, Fairfield Guitar Co. Our buddy Lewis posted this picture. It was from a rare uh, Italian magazine. Actually, I'll I'll go ahead and show you the. Uh, I'll show you the 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 picture. But the the reason I, I bring this up. The reason I bring this up. Okay, there's there's the photo. Kind of a rare photo of Eddie. Right there. 1980, I believe. But look at this photo on on the on the corner. That's that's uh that's a new shot to me for the dragon snake. Sitting there on the side of a table. <laughs> look at that. And by the way, our buddy Lewis from Fairfield Guitar Co. He was on with uh, with Music Therapy Laz and myself on Laz's channel last night. If you didn't see it, check it out. Head on over to Laz's Music Therapy Laz. Check, head on over to his channel. You can see that 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 video that was last night. But uh, yeah, that that's 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 the guitar, the dragon biting the snake. Which again, if you guys don't know, looks like a hotel. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Look at that. It's just sitting on like a side of like a dresser or something. Very cool picture. Oh, yeah. Last night's show was awesome, Les. Very cool shot. Joshua, you made it. Welcome, man. <clears throat> but, uh, so there you go. There you go. That's a an unearthed photo of that guitar. And yeah, if you want to check it out, head on over to our friend uh, Fairfield Guitar Co. Head on over to his Instagram. It's it's right there. Cheers, everybody. A round of applause for our audience, everybody watching tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. You guys are awesome. Cheers. There we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up for a little bit. I tend to I like to do these shows mostly standing if I can. If I can help it, because it's just better than just sitting. <clears throat> there we go. Okay, let's let's head back. Let's get back. The dragon snake, after becoming disappointed with the sound of his old destroyer, mostly due to the removal of a good portion of the body behind the bridge, Eddie wanted to make a new one for himself. 
So he went to Charvel, ordered parts that resembled an Ibanez Destroyer, and assembled the guitar himself. Not long after that, he got bored of the guitar and sent it to a friend of his, Julian F. Sterry. I think the guy's name is John Sterry, uh, who carved out the body to feature a dragon biting a snake. From that point on, the guitar became known as the Dragon Snake. So th this, this is an actual picture of the guitar. This is like a more recent photo from like 2012 ish 2013 i think 2014 ish right there that's the actual guitar and it was it was, basically it was an explorer it was a charville explorer that was carved into this and if, if you look if you the thing is turn it sideways Turn it sideways, and you can actually see, like, you can definitely see the snake at the very bottom of that. But you see a dragon biting into it. That's why it is called the dragon biting the snake guitar, or dragon snake. So, there you go. Very cool. Let's keep going. The bumblebee, of course. The bumblebee guitar. The, the guitar you saw on the back of Van Halen 2. That was a main guitar for, for a little little while. And and uh, the guitar that is buried with Dimebag Daryl. I believe that was, that was Daryl's favorite guitar. So, there you go. There's Eddie on the back of... of actually, technically, that's from the... From the uh, <laughs> The, the insert of Van Halen 2. Right there. And as we all know, that's just a dummy broken pickup that he stuck in the guitar to make it look like a functioning guitar when they did the uh, the photo session. That wasn't... That was like a Mighty Might pickup. Nineteen fifty nine Gibson Les Paul Standard. Right there, that he bought around 1980. And he used it live during the 1980 tour. In the in the chat. In the chat. Everybody watching this in the in the in the chat. What song did Eddie use the Les Paul for live in 1980? Steve dude. Thomas Santiago. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thomas Santiago. You're welcome, man. You're welcome. You guys, you guys rock. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much, man. Let's see. What was the question? What what song did Eddie play this guitar live in 1980? In 1980, Edward played a Les Paul live. What song was it? What song? Somebody knows, and it's not Mean Street. Sorry, Jeebs. Or J. Biebs. J. Biebs? J. Biebs won. It was not... Nope. It was not Running With The Devil. J. Biebs. Buzik. In 1980... 
Edward used a Les Paul live for one song. Sean Shreds. Hey, happy Friday, man. Sean, you know the song, right? Sean, what song did Edward play a Les Paul in 1980 live? Somebody knows. Sean. And happy Friday, Sean. Great to see you, man. You're going to have to come back on the show, dude. You're going to have to come back. It wasn't fools. <laughs> Let's see. I can, I can actually... Uh, I, I, maybe this will help. You got it. Sean, you got it, man. Eddie Van Halen, 1980. There's got to be a photo of him playing it. Wait, images. Come on, you guys know it. Wait, 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 Here we go. Here we go. Oh, there it is. What song is he playing right there? Somebody has to know. What song is Edward using that Les Paul for? 1980. Now, you know, Eddie did use Les Paul's live in 78. That is true as well. But in 1980, he, he for one particular song, No, no, no. <laughs> no. R2R3, thank you, man. R2R3 locking that member for 17 months. Channel member here on Johnny Bean TV. Cheers, Johnny. To all my peeps, you rock. R2R3 locking that. You rock, man. All right, give up. The song, what time is it? The song that Eddie played this guitar live in 1980 was And the Cradle Will Rock. And the Cradle Will Rock. Michael Anthony, as seen here with Johnny Bean, Nam. 20, uh, I don't know when that was, 19, 18, 19, somewhere like that. Um, Michael Anthony, Anthony would play, he would play the keyboard live. He would play the keyboard part live and Eddie would, would use the Les Paul. Dun, 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 dun. Actually, I did a video playing that years ago. But there you go. 
There you go. All right. All right. Let's keep going. We're going to keep going for a little while. So, yeah. 59 Les Paul. Awesome guitars. Here we got the Charvel Sandoval Megazone. Right there. Also known as the Hydra. And actually, a good friend of ours, a guy by the name of Texas Joe, actually owns one of these. He he owns one. I, I think uh, the graphic is of a, a butterfly. Very cool guitars. And actually, Laz, that guitar strap that you have from, from Fairfield Guitar Co., that would go on that guitar. So if, if you, if you uh, are looking for a guitar to go with your your World War II bomber strap from Fairfield Guitar Company. Lewis, that's the guitar you want. That's one of the guitars you want to put that on is, is the, the Megazone. Mm-hmm. There you go. And yeah, that's a guitar. You, you saw Eddie, you saw him, he did photo shoots with it. You never saw him play it live. We have yet to see... We have yet to see any footage or or um, or uh, photos of Eddie using that guitar live. I'm sure. I mean, they probably exist. They probably exist. R two R three. I'm really trying to like that Megazone. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. Yeah, if you look at it, it it's a W C for Wayne Charvel. If you hold it sideways. Hold it like the way, like when you hold a guitar, look at it straight ahead. That's the uh, Wayne Charvel initials. Steve Anderson, dude, I was talking about you earlier, man. Were your ears burning, man? Steve Anderson. 36 thumbs up. Now we're up to 37 thumbs up. Let's get some thumbs ups going, you guys. Steve Anderson, you rock, man. I think I was talking about you earlier. I think. Actually, we were talking about um, our friend Mike Wood was in the chat here, and he was saying how he he saw me at a Van Halen concert, and and he's like, I know that that camo jacket anywhere. And I'm, I'm explaining how I, I would wear those I would wear those jackets because of the pockets. And our, our buddy Steve Anderson here gifted me from the Van Halen store. Uh, it's actually a women's jacket, but that's okay. I'll wear anything. He gifted me a, 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 an official Van Halen camo jacket. And, and I, 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 like I was telling you guys, I have a bunch of them. That's one of them. Actually, it's, it's right behind that door. It's right there. Steve Anderson, thank you so much, man. Thank you, man. You guys, this is awesome. This is awesome. All right, so you, you got the Megazone, which again, you never saw Eddie ever play that live. I wouldn't be shocked if, if a photo pops out at some point of Eddie playing it live. I wouldn't be surprised. Because back in the day, that's something you guys you guys got you guys all, all got to remember. You know, it's rare that that, it, that you know the bootlegs you know people would would sneak tape recorders in and, and you know there's some really cool pro footage 
jumping out, jumping out, you know, like Van Halen at, at that park in Italy with the dinosaurs and, and playing, actually playing the snake guitar for a, a version of uh, uh, Fools, I think on Italian TV as well. And I wouldn't be shocked if uh, if there's some picture of Eddie playing that guitar live from back in the day. Maybe he used it for a song or two live. Back then, nobody thought would have thought it was a big deal. Because Van Halen, they were still a new band really back then, by 1980, 79. So, but for us nerds, Van Halen diehards, you know, that stuff is like, oh, it's amazing. Can't believe it. Back Back then, that stuff was, it was cool to people watching it, but it wasn't as legendary as it is now, if that makes sense. Or rare, if that makes sense. And hey, I, I, I said this uh, the other day, Steve Anderson, I'm really sorry, man. Steve Anderson. Let's see. I'm really, I'm really sorry. You're, you're, um. Your mom passed away, and I'm I'm very sorry, man. Um, let's see, let's 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 get back into it. We get, we got a few minutes. We got a few minutes. The Charvel Star, another awesome guitar. Again, available from EVH. Although it is said that they don't, it's not a production guitar anymore. So you you you'd have to find one on eBay, Reverb. A lot of people like to hoard this stuff now, so you're you're really gonna have to have to uh, get one. But awesome guitars, I've played them. I've played them all. I've I've been lucky enough where I've gotten to play every everything they've put out and more. Wink, wink. <laughs> Amazing stuff. And this was a, uh, some people think it was a backup guitar. I th- It was actually kind of a main guitar in the 1980 tour. There is several photos out there and video of Eddie playing this guitar. So, I mean, it could be a, a backup, but, you know, I would say it's possible it was a main guitar for a little while. 1980 tour. The Charvel. The Charvel Star. Dan Electroneck. Amazing stuff. The Unchained slash Rasta guitar. This is perhaps one of the less known guitars of Eddie's. It was seen around 1981, 1982. It it originally started out as a black and white finish. See, it says black and white. It doesn't say midnight blue and white. I don't believe that it was Midnight Blue at all, but I don't know. Some people say it's possible. It has become known as the Unchained Guitar or the Buy See You Later Guitar. Buy Later See You. Because Eddie would, would flip the guitar over and it had, it had uh, stickers on the back that said Buy Later See You. He would flip the guitar over at the end of the show. Because this would be like the last guitar he would play at the very end of the night. It was an encore guitar. So, uh, 
again, very well known in the Oakland, in the Oakland, California, Oakland, uh, uh, fair warning videos. And of course, later on the next year, actually by 1982, 80, yeah, by diver down, it was repainted. Oh, you got to click on read more to go to more detail. Okay. Let's do that real quick and then let's go back. What? Tremolo fits cavity. Oh, the Vega Trem, of course. We love the Vega Trem. We love it. Oh, hang on. Hang on a second. That's interesting. All right, here we go. We're back on the site. Uh, so, yeah, you guys know. Oh, I got to reshare. You guys know uh, the Unchained guitar turned into the what's known as the... the uh, let me grab a photo really quickly. Really quick. Really quick. Eddie Van Halen... There we go. By 1980, this guitar was was uh, repainted, and again, we're talking about the, the the Unchained. It was repainted into what is known as the Rasta. So it ended up looking like that by '82. And uh, it is believed that Dweezil Zappa owns that guitar. Well, I mean, there was video of him playing it, so. Is that the actual one? Here's a cool photo. I had this. Actually, I still have this. There's a photo I got years ago. Cool photo from Diver Down. There he is playing the guitar right there. Very unique. Very unique. Um finish on that guitar <laughs> amazing stuff amazing let's see uh, okay let's keep going the David Petulet little guitar um, Eddie Both's guitar in 1981, from David Petulet, the guitar maker. Based on David's story, this happened in Nashville before a Van Halen concert. Based on tour dates, the band played the Nashville Municipal—I can't even read Municipal <laughs> Auditorium on August 30th, 1981. According to David, he met Eddie while the band was waiting for a ride on the side of the street. Initially, David planned to go to the concert venue where the band was playing and present the guitar to Eddie, but he couldn't get past security. So, oh, the story keeps going. I'm walking down the street and I spot Eddie and Alex and one of their crew sitting on some steps waiting for a ride. I walked up quick, walked up quickly, opening the case before I arrive to make sure... It didn't get sh I didn't get shooed away before he saw it. He saw it, and the vibe 
of the day changed quickly. He loved it and immediately took it out of the case and tried it. He hustled us over to the venue to run it through his rig. And there backstage, he bought that one and contacted me to make him another one. Oh, that's cool. I'd never heard that story before. That's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, that so that's the Les Paul that he played little guitars. The song Little Guitars was done with this guitar. And, and I, I he had a couple of them. Had a couple of those. You got the Kramer double neck, the yellow guitar. That was played on the song. Technically, it was played for the song Cathedral and Secrets uh, at the US Festival in 1983. It was also used for Secrets for Diver Down. <clears throat> there's a photo right there playing that. And actually, it doesn't say it here. But that guitar was initially it was built for for a guitar um, guitar tech Tom Weber, who's a, a friend of mine. And Tom fixed one of my guitars. Thank you again, Tom, if you're if you're watching this. He uh, fixed one of my guitars for me. But that guitar was made for Tom, and and uh, Kramer ended up uh, giving it to Eddie way back in the day. And then, you know, all these years later, he would become Eddie's guitar tech. <laughs> so pretty cool. Pretty wild stuff. That's right, R2. Yeah. All right. My favorite guitar ever is this one. My favorite guitar in the world is the Kramer 5150. Eddie started using this guitar as a main after retiring the Frankenstat somewhere in late 83. That's what it says right here. Um, although there there is a photo of this guitar backstage at the US Festival. So Eddie had Eddie Eddie did have the guitar. Eddie did have this guitar at the US Fest. It would have been cool if he would have played this one instead. My favorite guitar. I love it. Is that the real one? Kramer. I don't... Is that the real... Hmm. I think that's a replica. Although it could be, well, it actually, it could be an earlier shot. Okay, either way, let me know in the in the comments down below what you think. But uh, let's see. There's a quote. It's a workhorse. It served me for a very long time when I retired my Frankenstein. That became my main. That became my main guitar. I played it in a lot of videos, Panama, When It's Love, and in the studio. I used that guitar up until I started using my Musicman EVH guitar. It still sounds great. Yeah. 
And there's photos that we would see in the 5150 studio of Eddie from the later years. And this guitar is still right there on the wall. So obviously he was still using it. Joshua, definitely, definitely get get a get a 5150 series guitar. They're awesome. <laughs> awesome stuff. Awesome. Well, yeah, that's my favorite guitar in the world. All right, here's the other David Petrolet guitar. Little guitars. Right there. You got the Steinberger. The GL2T. You have the 5150, actually. Eddie started using this guitar around 1986. It was built by Jeff Babix at the time, uh, who at the time worked with Ned Steinberger. The guitar was custom painted with the Frankenstein graphics and had two EMGs, EMG pickups in it. A large part of why Eddie liked using the guitar was because of the trans trem tremolo. This is a special type of tremolo that allows the player to change tuning in real time, which is true. I would love to. Actually, I did try one of these years ago, but actually a lot, a lot of years ago, but I didn't get to actually try it. Like, like, whoa, you know, that would have been cool. One of these days, please. Rob Johnson, please. <laughs> is that Rob? I think that's actually Rob. This is Rob's video. Yeah, that's actually Rob. That's <laughs> my buddy Rob Johnson of, of 20 years. My buddy Rob. Actually, over 20 years. Dude, wait a minute. I, I've, we met in 1998. 24 years I've known Rob Johnson. Incredible. Wacky whammy bar Wednesday, he says. Okay. All right. So, all right. So you got the 5150, which is this one here. There was another one that said OE812 on it, and it was a 12-string. So there was, a, there was also a 12-string version of a GL2T. That we actually never saw. I mean, you saw a picture of it, but you never actually saw Eddie play it. And Rob is the man. That's right, Laz. We all know that. You got the music man. I have one of these guitars. These things are awesome. Anticipating Kramer's bankruptcy after the company lost lawsuit brought on by Floyd Rose, Eddie ended his deal with Kramer and switched to the Ernie Ball music man guitars. The company already produced EVH signature strings, excuse me, which is true. Kramer made the 5150 strings and then Ernie Ball started making them. I still have sets of them. Uh, he'd, they'd been making the strings for a couple years, so a new deal with Ernie Ball made sense for Eddie. The new guitar was designed largely by Eddie in order to incorporate everything he needed from a guitar at the time. So here's a quote from Eddie. I really want a guitar that I can play on tour and on the records. That's exactly what I want, not what other companies think I want. It's kind of a boring looking guitar, but at the same time, I didn't want some like V or X crazy looking thing. It's really balanced, really comfortable to play. And basically what I wanted to do was build 
like 20 guitars just for myself. That was a quote from Edward back in 1991 when those guitars came out. And of course, it's a basswood body, custom pickups. Uh, they originally come with uh, Music Man Goto uh, tremolos. Awesome guitars. Oh, and you got the Music Man. We were talking about this guitar earlier. You got the du- the double neck. Eddie used the guitar while performing Spanked Live in 1991-1992 or during the time he used Music Man guitars. The top portion of the guitar served as a six-string bass while the bottom was a regular six-string guitar. The bass side is what appeared to be a Dan Electro-style lipstick, lipstick pickups while the bottom is the regular Z humbuckers. There you go. Very cool guitar. And if if you guys were lucky enough to see Van Halen play Spanked live, that's the guitar that you saw. Most likely. I think he did have the re- a red one on tour as well, which I've, I've seen maybe a picture of him playing a red one live as well. But most likely, if you saw Van Halen in the Carnal Knowledge era playing that song early on in the tour, that's the guitar that you saw. Eddie also played a Parker Fly Deluxe. Eddie used this guitar to play Spanish Fly live in 1993. I can tell you exactly when and where that was because that was here in the Bay Area. That was at the one of the Neil Young Bridge Benefit shows, which I learned about that night on the news. And it's funny because the night that Eddie and Sammy played Shoreline Amphitheater, which isn't too far from me. It's actually, it's really close to me. I could actually drive there right now if I wanted. Uh, Valerie Bertinelli had a show called Cafe and Music Can on NBC. And that particular night, Eddie made a cameo in the show as a street musician that was in the the, the cafe and, and Valerie's character was, was kicking him out of the cafe. Eddie played with his back to the, the tour and he's playing. He's wearing a trench coat, and then he turns around, and he says something in Dutch. I forget what it is. And then she kicks him out. And that's the only the very beginning of the episode. That's the only time you saw him in the show. Although Entertainment Tonight did like, like a pretty long segment on the show with Eddie and Valerie, and I have that. I actually have that, and maybe uh, I'll post it on my Instagram at some point. EVH Gear Live on Instagram. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool segment with Eddie and Valerie. It's pretty long. I mean, it's not a super short piece. Uh, but anyway, so that night he was on that Cafe American. He was also across the bay in Mountain View playing with Sammy Hagar at the Neilion Bridge Benefit, playing a Parker Fly guitar. And I learned about that on the news that night. I'm like, oh, I can't believe it. I could have gone to that show. I could have saw them. He played Spanish Fly. He played Best of Both Worlds. They played Right Now. They played Love Walks In. He played uh, Sounds of Silence. He did a guitar solo with with uh, Simon and Garfunkel. They also jam on Rockin' in the Free World as well. I think Sammy actually sings a, a song acoustically by himself, too. I think... Uh, I can't, can't think of what the song is. But yeah, that's that's what that screenshot is from. 
I remember going to Guitar Center and and uh, and playing after I knew that Eddie played one. I I went to Guitar Center and played them, and I'm like, man, this is cool, but they were too much. They were too expensive. Was it Eagles Fly? I can't remember. I'm not sure. There you go. Oh, this is interesting. According to Eddie, he used the Music Man Albert Lee model on the song Belith's... I could never pronounce that title. The song from Balance, the, the, the uh, instrumental. Okay, so the quote is, you know what I used? It was a Music Man Albert Lee model guitar that I strung with heavier strings and tuned down to low A. That's interesting. I never knew that. <clears throat> I never knew that. That's interesting. That's very cool. I love those guitars. Those guitars are awesome. Laz, if you're looking to get another guitar, get one of those. Albert Lee, he's a cool dude. I, 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 I met him. The PV Wolfgang guitars. Eddie also played, of course. Around late 1995, Eddie signed a deal with PV and continued where he left off with Music Man. The new guitar that he built with PV was named after Eddie's son, Wolfgang, and looked very similar to the Music Man model, but featured some improvements and changes in the design. The company continued using the same type of wood, basswood, and some models featured maple tops. As opposed to the flat top on the Music Man, this guitar had an arch top, and full body binding. It also had two custom PV EVH designed humbuckers, Floyd Rose Tremolo, although they were, it was licensed. It wasn't actual Floyd Rose. It said PV on it. I used to have one. Uh, three-way switch, which was now moved to the top of the body instead of, you know, on the bottom like the Music Man. Shaller Mini M6 tuners. The version with the Floyd Rose also had a small device called a Detuna which is used to quickly change the low the 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 tuning of a low e by a whole step you drop it down a step from e to d eddie was the lead inventor of this device and held all the rights to the patent it says although you you can get the d tuna where is it you can get the d tunas and more from Tone, our buddy afrom our buddy Adam. By the way, happy birthday, Adam. It was his birthday. I think it was yesterday. F-U-Tone. F-U-Tone.com. You can get the D-Tuna directly from Adam. So buy them. Buy them all. <laughs> it's an awesome device. I have them on a bunch of my guitars. There's a purple, purple uh, flame top. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. Ovation nylon string guitar. I have an acoustic too, the one I used on Spanish Fly. It's an Ovation nylon string. Not the real expensive model. I've never owned a steel string, Eddie says. So, so he has one of those. There it is, lying on the floor. 
used on Spanish Fly. Unknown acoustic guitar used in Josefina in 1998. I know that clip. I think. Eddie used an acoustic guitar during the performance of Josefina. I would think it might be a Peavy. Unfortunately, at this time, the exact model of the guitar is unknown. At that time, Eddie played PV guitars, so it could be so. It, so it could be that this was an acoustic version of the PV built for him, but the fact that the guitar doesn't match any of the PV designs. Oh, okay, and it had uh, the the logo was covered up with tape, so they're saying it could have been something else. Okay, okay, a Tacoma JR55 Jumbo. Eddie was seen playing one of these on the the bonus DVD footage for a different kind of truth. They did what are called the downtown sessions. There's Eddie playing, playing one of those. Great sounding guitar. And according to T-Man, Nancy Wilson gave Eddie his first acoustic. Very cool. Right on. Right on. We'll go over, we'll go over some of the amps here. You guys, smash that thumbs up. Smash that thumbs up. And if, you, if you're new here, Hit that subscribe button. If you like Van Halen, this is the place you want to be. This is called Johnny Bean TV. Every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, we talk exclusively Van Halen. Unless we have a guest, then we have guests. I'm, I'm actually looking to have a lot you know, more guests on the channel here. I'll be doing a lot of, lot of uh, vlogging. You know, I'm taking, I'm going to take you guys to San Francisco. We're going to go back to LA. We're going to do all kinds of cool stuff. Um, and, uh, so subscribe, subscribe. What are you sending me, Les? Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's a, that's a, an Albert Lee. Our friend Music Therapy Laz just sent me a photo of an Albert Lee that he was checking out at Danville Music in Danville, California. Very cool. I love those guitars, man. That's R2, R3. That is the truth. That is the truth. I mean, I mean, look at this. I mean, I mean, look what this guy says. Hey! This is Michael Anthony right here, and you are watching exclusively Van Halen on the Johnny Bean TV. Keep it there. Woo! I mean, what more do you want? <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Yes, so it is true. Yeah, okay. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Everybody wake up. Wake up, everybody. Brush your teeth. Let's look at some amplifiers here. 1963 Fender Bandmaster. Eddie used this amp in his early days, sitting in his room and coming up with ideas for songs, most likely in that house that Laz and I saw a couple weeks ago. Uh, later on, when the band began, be, began performing, he used this amp live and played through a Marshall cabinet. So you got, that's a weird photo, that's like half a photo of the amp. 
but a band master. That's the secret to tone. If you want the secret to Van Halen tone, get a Fender band master. He would crank the thing all the way up and get, get very, very awesome sounds. Stephen Franklin, did Eddie use the Dean V on any recordings? Not that I am aware of, no. Not that I have heard. We do not know. It's possible. I mean, as you can see, he used a lot of stuff. And see, what this list that we're going through, this is just stuff that is publicly known that he has used, that he did use. There's so much stuff that he... he had and used that nobody nobody truly knows i mean it's it's endless you know all right so you got the bandmaster you got a 67 68 marshall of 1959 super lead as well Eddie was using Marshall amps for for the first several tours up until 1991. Technically, no, up until 1989. Eddie was using Marshalls up until 89. And then uh, when you saw them in 1990 playing the Cabo Wabo, he was using Saldanos. And then they were developing the PV-5150. So from 91, and actually... Let's keep scrolling because we're going to see them. <laughs> Everything I'm telling you, you're about to see. Okay. All right. He used the PV5150 amps, which I own. I have one. He also used the EVH5153s. Of course. There's one of those. My local guitar center has a bunch of these in stock. I actually did a uh, an Instagram the other day. Monday. Monday. Where I showed you guys the amps. I was just about to leave, and they actually have the half stack, the iconic. This is from Monday. Right there. Like I said, I'll, actually, I'll be playing through one of these a little later. My friend Laz actually owns one. He actually got it here. We did a video on that. But uh, I'll be live later on my YouTube channel, Johnny Bean, playing through uh, one of these amps. But they got a few of these here. Look at that. They got the 6L6. They got the EL34. Two different, three different ones here. There you go. Follow me on YouTube. If you like EVH gear, Johnny Bean, Johnny Bean TV. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny Bean. You're welcome. And Janice Lala is still awake. Thank you, Janice. Janice, thank you for staying awake during the show. Thank you so much. And thank you again, Janice. Thank you so much for that that uh, super thanks the other day. While I was eating a taco, which was delicious, by the way. I'll be taking you, Laz. We'll actually be be uh, taking you to more like like hip spots in the Bay Area. 
right here. And Janus does rock. Janus is awesome. All right, let's keep going for a little bit. You get the EVH 1553s. Oh, this one is autographed. Oh, wow. This particular one is actually autographed. Whoa, dude. That is that is awesome. All right, now we're into the effects. You got the MXR Phase 90, which Eddie used way back in the early days. Very, very well-known sound. Atomic Punk ain't talking about love. He would he would step on the Phase 90 for most of his guitar solos back in the day. It would cut right through. And and uh, if if you want that classic Van Halen sound, you need an MXR Phase 90. You got the orange one. You have the EVH versions, which are black and white striped. You can get those. You got the MXR Flanger, which, uh, again, another early effect, early days. Unchained is probably the most well-known uh, feature of the, of the MXR Flanger, as far as Van Halen. Unchained. That's what you hear. That's it. That That is the sound. So grab one of those. Again, you can get them from, from Dunlop, EVH. They make a, an EVH version of it that's in black and white. I think they make a special edition red, black, and white as well. Uh, but, you know, the gray ones, you can buy them all day long. The uh, The reissue ones, not the originals. Thank you. We love you, Jonas. Nelson Rodriguez, dude, you're just you're just in time, man. We're talking about gear. We're talking about the MXR Flanger MX one seventeen. Is that right? I thought it was the. Actually, I have five of those. <laughs> the originals. Is it MX? I I think it was. Either way. Either way, you guys know know the Flanger. So again, another early Eddie sound. That's what you want. You got the Univox Echo Chamber, which, again, he used back in the day. Way back in the day. There it is. Getting echoes, getting delays. You got the Echoplex. Again, another classic Van Halen uh, effect. I love the Echoplex. I'm a huge fan of the Echoplex, not just for Van Halen or because of Van Halen, but I am very, very into delays. If you guys watch me, I mean, a lot of times on, on Sunday nights, on the Sunday Night String Change show, where sometimes I change strings, sometimes I work on guitars, sometimes I play. And I, I like to use a lot of delays, a lot of stuff. I, I love that stuff. Sometimes I have guests. Like last week, I had Luke Skyscraper James from This Twisted Records. If you guys missed that show... Shame on you. You got to watch that one. Luke is an awesome dude. He's local as well. He, he's a rock star, you guys. He op- His band opened for the police. They, they opened for Duran Duran. They opened for U2. This guy, if you want to talk about rock stars and my friends, 
Luke Skyscraper James. His stuff is awesome. Check him out. Check him out. Anyway, anyway, what am I saying? The Echoplex. I love the Echoplex effects. Love them. It's basically a box. You plug it in. You, you plug into it. You, there's a knob there on the top. You twist the, the you, you scroll the knobs, the, 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 you do this. It goes, zzz, it makes like all these crazy noises. So much fun. And Eddie was known for using, using those. All right, as far as strings, the Fender 150XLs, those are the ones that Eddie first said that he used way back in the day. And when I started playing the guitar, those are the strings that I used too. Maybe because of Eddie. But I remember using Fender 150XLs on my my Fender uh, bullet guitar. Stephen Franklin, I use a, uh, a, uh, an Echoplex. I use an Echoplex uh, pedal delay. Thank you. Thank you to, to our, our friend Dave Nesdahl. Dave, we miss you, man. He gifted me this, this Echoplex pedal. Um, that's every time I play, that's what I use. I use that. I use, um, what else? What are the delays? Mainly the Echoplex. That's what I use. But I do want one of those Rolands as well. There is a Roland uh, Echo, Space Echo. Those things are awesome, man. I borrowed a vintage one way back in the day. Thing was incredible. I should have bought it, man. But they, they actually do make uh, uh, reissues of them now that you can get. I got I got to get one. They are amazing. The Roland Space Echo, incredible. But we're talking strings. The Fender 150XL strings, that's what Eddie used. He used to stretch them. I, would st- I stretched them to death with that new f- rose thing. I boil the strings so they stretch because if you just put them on and clamp them down, the strings stretch out on the guitar. I just take a pack, let it boil in water for 20 minutes in hot water, and then I dry them in the sun because otherwise they rust. But I only use them one night anyway, so who cares if they rust? That's a quote from uh, Eddie talking to Jazz Obrecht, who we figured that out, right? Jazz Obrecht is my cousin. We're actually related. I'm actually in contact with Jazz. We're actually related. He is my cousin. This is true. This is breaking news. <laughs> so Jazz, you rock, man. I, I used to read all his, his Eddie interviews way back in the day. But yeah, it's true. Him and I are related. Uh, let's see. So there you go. You got the strings, accessories. You got the Dunlop EVH picks. Which I just happen to have some right here. Look at this. Ooh. These are cool. The 5151. Not the 5151. The 5151. 
There you go. These are awesome. Awesome picks. Yep. 60 millimeters. That's right, Stephen Franklin. That's what Eddie used. So there you go. There you go. Thank you again, Ground Guitar. Awesome, awesome website. There's so much more detail to go into, which we will in future episodes. DK Wilson, that's true. Jazz Obrecht and I were cousins. I mean, not like directly, but yes. We've, I've been talking to him. We're, we're in touch. We're actually uh, cousins. Well, it's true. <laughs> Pretty exciting, huh? See, you guys never know what you're going to get around here. You're going to get all kinds of cool stuff. We don't mess around here at Johnny Bean TV. All right, you guys, we're about two and a half hours into this. These shows are normally a couple hours. I will see you guys tomorrow night, Saturday Night Live, with your host, John BL. Join us. We have a lot of fun. We'll talk more about a lot of this stuff and more. Smash that thumbs up. Smash that subscribe button, please. And really quickly, thank you to our friends and sponsors. F.U. Tone, who we thanked earlier. Tessie Switch. You can actually get a, uh, a code from Tessie right here. Johnnybean15 is the code with Tessie Switch. Vinum Pickups, Swiss Picks, Colonel's Popcorn. And uh, let's see, we have a blank spot there. Hey, if you're looking for a shout-out, contact me. Let me know. All right, we are out of here. Rock on, dudes. And hey, if you want to keep the party going, I'll be live a little bit later. GTA on Twitch. You can subscribe to me for free using Amazon Prime. We have a great time over there. It's a lot of fun. It's not just craziness, but it kind of is. Thank you so much, channel members. You guys are awesome. Thank you for your continued support of uh, this channel and these shows. And happy 4th of July weekend, R2R3s. So, yeah, we'll see what happens Monday. Maybe I'll uh, be live from somewhere cool. Monday. Zach Thong, I will see you in Los Santos. Good night. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Kisses. All right, I'll see you guys later. Like, share, subscribe. Johnny Bean. Johnny Bean TV. Bye-bye.
Hey everybody, I'm this guy, David Olson. We are at Summer Nam in Anaheim, and we are watching Johnny Bean TV.